Hey everyone, I just wanted to take time to say thank you so much for the support and for you guys listening. I also wanted to let you know I've been actually speaking with several medical device companies and because they are looking for more and more people, uh, they've been reaching out to me. I'm actually going to be running a October special, um, so we are going to be doing a discount on the course. So if you guys are interested, please reach out. Uh, we do still have only limited spots. I'm going to open it up a little more. Uh, just because of the demand I am getting from medical device companies. But I did just want to let you guys know that I will be running an October special. Once the spots are out, they are out. And again, we're only taking a small select few and not everybody gets in. Again, I make sure to get on phone calls with you guys and we have to vet you to make sure that it's going to be a good fit for everyone. So if you guys are interested, please feel free to reach out. Would love to talk with you. Love to have you in the program and help you it hit your goal of breaking into medical device sales. And also just want to make this message for everybody who doesn't know who I am. Uh, my name is Jacob McLaughlin. I'm a personal trainer uh, who is able to get four job offers with no previous sales experience from the top 30 companies in the world. I end up taking a job with the largest medical device company in the world and took the lowest performing territory in the nation to top 10. From there, I was able to go and now just took a regional sales manager position with a startup called Innovis Medical, where I run the whole Western United States. And so the reason I wanted to share that is because we have a lot of new listeners. Some of you guys don't know that I was a personal trainer. My first episodes, you can go back. We have now, this is the 115th and counting episode where my first episodes were me being a personal trainer. And so I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has just supported me, uh, is, is listening to this, and hopefully it gives you guys value. Uh, again, just wanted to touch on the course because at this point, after helping over 500 people break into medical device sales, as well as myself getting top positions in medical device sales, got to figure it figured out um, and, and want to help you guys hit your goals as well um, with the program. It's not only self-paced and done at your own time, but we also have office hours. We do mock interviews. We get you guys totally prepped and as well as I coach you guys. So that's the biggest thing is I'm coaching you through every step of the process. You can ask questions. We get on calls and make sure to get you prepared for success. Uh, so I just wanted to touch base on that, but I'm excited for you guys to listen and get value from today's episode. So here we go. Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin. And today, you guys, you better buckle up. You better have your notes ready and you better be ready to learn. Today, we have a very special guest. If you guys have been on LinkedIn, know anything about medical device sales, you will know who our guest is today. We are lucky enough to have the senior manager of global downstream marketing of HIPS for Striker as well as a tenured rep, Mr. Johnny Cafaro. What's up, man? Dude, How's super it? happy to be here. I mean, loved your podcast. And now I get to be a guy on the show. Man, I, all the worlds collide on this one. <laughs> Dude, I feel, I feel the exact same. I, it's, I was just telling my buddy, it's crazy. I, I've been following you for over a year now. And it's just like how, how things kind of work to, to get linked up. And just seeing all the success you're having and, and all the fun ventures you're having on LinkedIn. And you're not only in medical device sales, you got style, you got all the extra stuff. And so just to, to getting to connect, it's just so much fun. No, it's a blast, dude. I mean, I always thought, I mean, fashion's been dead in the ortho for a really long time. And I mean, I see you got the swag going on. And so kindred spirits connect. I mean, 
throwing out some Kaferro shoes out there just changed the ortho game on its head a little bit. So it's been a blast, bro. I love it. And if you guys haven't seen the Kaferro shoes, please go check them out. If you're looking about uh, getting some style for uh, coming up for interviews or just going out, like I'm going to be getting a pair, especially when I'm going to all these events, because uh, they are a, they are a talking piece and everybody post about them on LinkedIn and, and is well <laughs> yeah. known. So I love seeing that. But Johnny, I'm not going to talk too much, even though everybody knows I love to talk. Uh, I want this to yeah. be about you, man. Um, can you kind of tell us for the listeners who might not know who you are, just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I mean, so everybody asks, I mean, how long have you been in the medical industry, right? And so my, my, uh, my saying is I've been in my whole life just because I've had uh, three hip replacements already throughout my, my tenure of my life. I had braces on my legs like Forrest Gump from kindergarten to third grade. And so orthopedics and joints and all this stuff has been around my life, my whole entire, since I've been born. And so everyone says, how long have you been in the industry? I'm like, my whole life. And they just like get so confused. And because, I mean, it's fun to say that. And so, but yeah, man, I've been in the industry for about 10 years and I started off as um, a sales rep for Stryker. So I carried the bag. I was a trauma, full line, joint, uh, drinking out of a fire hose. I mean, they do not prepare you as to what a medical rep is going to be like when you go in there. So I'm like, I lived in Utah, moved to Washington State, was super stoked. Like, yeah, this is a great striker. Got the best company. And I'm like, okay, what do I do? Like, okay, go to the hospital, reset hundreds of trays, like be in so many surgeries. And then like, listen, I was a cocky um, ex-athlete that like thought he knew it all. And so I'm like, I got this with my senior rep. And so one day, like my senior rep was like, hey, bro, I'm not coming on Friday. He's like, you got to cover those six knees by yourself. I'm like, no, I can't do that. Like what? And so I'm like, I got super humbled by that experience. And that, that, that moment there really catapulted my career because it made me become humble and be able to say, hey, listen, I don't know everything and I'm not going to be this cocky person. Like medical is so different than sports or you can like fake it till you make it. You can't do that in medical, man. I mean, you know better than anyone. If a surgeon asks you a question, you better not give them an answer that's not true or you're done. <laughs> <laughs> and so, man, it's just, it's been a blast. And so I covered the bag for a couple of years. And then I looked into the industry and I was just like, kind of like wondering, cause I'm like, this can't be it. Like selling and like just being a rep, like I want more. I want to be able to have more experiences and like, and so I look a lot about the leaderships in the industry, like a lot of VPs and executives, they had a lot of dual experiences like R&D or marketing or sales or engineering. So I'm like, looks like I need to get some marketing experience. And so I reached out to a company that was hiring for a hip product manager. It's crazy how all I've done is hips because like my own hip situation, it's just been amazing. And I do know knees, everybody, don't worry. I know about knees and shoulders and trauma, but I'm a really good expert in hips. And so I reached out and became the hip product manager there for a couple of years. And then I'm like stagnant again. So I'm like, what can I do to keep growing? And so there was this company based out of Taiwan called United Orthopedics. And they're a global company and they had a lot more reach. And so I was there for four and a half years. So for the first two years, I was a global product manager. And then the last two years, I was the director of sales for the whole West Coast. And I grew the territory double digits every year over year. So I was stoked and I loved the experience. And then recently I just came on at Stryker as the senior manager, like you said, for global downstream hips. So anything hip related, collateral marketing came from me and my team. And dude, it's been a blast. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, 
full circle. I mean, I have a striker hip in me. I started off at striker now marketing hips at striker. I mean, that's a little bit about me, man. I mean, I, I love medical more than anything just because I, it really relates to me just because of my own hips. And I think a lot of people get into the medical field because of that, but I feel like I stay for it because I know how much I'm helping other patients because I've been a patient, I've sold it and I've marketed it. I wouldn't put anything that's in my hip that I wouldn't sell out to anybody. You know what I mean? Yep. That's huge, man. And, and I appreciate you going into detail for everybody out there. And the, what couple of things I wanted to touch on is number one, living that trauma life, man, that's, uh, <laughs> that's no joke. And I, I can say here, uh, I'm not strong enough to, to live that life. And, uh, you know, people have uh, heard my thoughts on if I would do trauma, I was like, you could offer me a million dollars. No, because um, I like to sleep and work out and yeah. actually have somewhat of a, a life. life. Yeah. Dude, like they didn't even warn me what I was doing as a trauma rep. They're like, yo, you got full line. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm a full line rep. What does that mean? It means you're not sleeping. You're not <laughs> living a life. You have to drive two cars everywhere you go. If you're at a party, you got to leave. Like your life is flipped upside down. But like, but that's where it was cool because a lot of my like relationships were built with trauma surgeons and like yep. two o'clock in the morning and all these different like experiences or like, going to get breakfast at five o'clock in the morning, just going back. And I mean, you have to be able to have that experience in a sense. Like if you're going to be in orthopedics or something like that, trauma is a beautiful way to be able to make sure you build those relationships. And I know a lot of people think like, what can I, like a lot of people have asked me in the past, like, what can I do to gain more sales? Or what can I do to get better relationships? Like what I did honestly is like, if I knew trauma was coming, I'd bird dog. I would just sit in the hospital and look at the cases that were coming and I'd wait for a rep to mess up. Like, hey, doc, I don't have that bipolar system there, but uh, I, I can got you. I got you. I'm ready to go. I can set next, next man up. Yep. And I think that really helped me because like, I made friends with all the staff. I made friends with the OR scheduling nurse. I made friends with the doorman. I made friends with the janitors. Like, People don't understand. Like, You don't need to make friends with the executives. Of course, they're important. And I get that. But dude, one of an experience is I was rolling up to a hospital for special surgeries in Manhattan, okay? And it's so hard to get parking in HSS. And But I made best friends with the doorman. So I'd hurry and pull up. I'm like, bro, I'm late for a case. I'm going to leave my car right here, bring up the trays. He's like, I got you. And then one time I locked my keys in the car. He's like, I got you. Like, those are the important people that you need to know that's yep. going to make the like make you go forward. Because then the nurses started calling me, Johnny, there's a case coming up. You should get here. We'll try to save it for you. Johnny, hey, there's this coming up. Do you have this ready? Hey, they just flipped this. And so that's where I built a lot of my relationships. And like, I guess I always tell people I was LinkedIn before LinkedIn even came around because I loved connecting and I love networking. And like yep. that made my life and job easier. Yeah, man. I just got chills why you said that because it is so true to everyone who is listening. So many times, even when we're reaching out on LinkedIn, right? People are like, oh, I'm only going to reach out to the regional sales manager. Oh, I'm going to only reach out to the territory manager. What about the associate sales rep? What about the person who used to work in it? What about the person in marketing? What about, you don't know who knows in this world is so small, but to even your point of, I just want to touch on number one, trauma. You just, it made you learn and respect yep. what you were in. And you, because of that, you could go and go anywhere from that and be awesome. And that's, I want to say that to people, people were like, no, I would never do trauma. But if you really want to come into this industry and crush it and actually learn it, and this is what you want to do as a career, trauma is a great way to learn it. But also, like you said, when you're in the hospital with people at 2am, 
that's when you really get to know somebody. That's when yes. you really get to do it. Now, I will say this. Was I ever with the hospital at 2 a.m.? No, but I was there at 9.30, <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. And it's yeah. a different vibe than when it's at uh, 9 a.m. in the morning, right? Everyone's running. Oh, 100%. And be able to have those conversations. I did it with SPD. And, and to your point, right? SPD was a huge part for me. And they got me into yep. conversations I never even thought of. And so to you guys just hearing... When I'm talking, when we talk about networking, getting to know each other, it's not just your doctors. It's not just the executive people. It's literally everyone because you just heard Johnny was successful because he had all the other pieces of doormen, even nurses being like, hey, there's cases coming up and I think you would profit or I think you could get this and it would work for you. And they're calling him to let him know. Nobody else. And guess what? When Johnny's not there, guess who the nurse is talking to the doctor about? Guess what the scrub tucks exactly. are saying, right? And it's, it is, can you be in the room when you're not in the room? And that's what's going to lead to success. And so- to everybody, how do I make that successful when I'm trying to break into medical device sales? You got to do the same thing as that regional sales manager, that doctor. How are you having everybody literally talk to them right now and having just just a little piece? One of the people from the course literally is calling me right now. I have to, I'll call them back afterwards. They literally, <laughs> they literally just got on a, an initial phone call today. They did exactly what we're talking about. Talked to everybody on the team. Had other people from the team reach out to this manager, and he got on the call and he's like, "How the heck have you done this? I've never had somebody." reach out to as many people and bring you up to me while I was at this meeting. And now they have a inter- third round interview tomorrow because he's like, I've yeah. never done this, but it's because of those connections. So I just wanted to, to drive that point home guys of like being able to make those connections and what Johnny did. And also just, just being willing to talk to everyone and, and just be a resource. And it's, and it's also Johnny wasn't doing it just to make money or, or like, Hey, how this leverage, he's just a good person. And was like, Hey, I'm going to be working with the doorman all the time. I want to actually get to know him and, and yeah. see what makes him tick. Dude, I knew his kids. I knew what sports they were in. I knew what their likes, the hobbies. And what I also, here's another big point, guys. Uh, what I really helped me create a persona, create somebody that they'll never forget. Yep. Like make sure that you're so memorable that like, they're always like you second you walk in, they instantly get excited. So my persona, I'm Johnny. I live in Utah. I combine it. I'm Johnny Utah from the movie Point Break. And everyone's like, oh, we love that movie. That's such a good movie. <laughs> now they'll always remember me. Maybe Johnny Utah, but eventually they'll know it's just Johnny. But like instantly you're creating rapport. First off, everyone's probably seen Point Break. And if you haven't, then you guys got to go see it because it's a <laughs> great cheesy movie, but it's fun. But then, um, but then I have a persona now. Johnny Utah is always going to be in that hospital. And bro, I've been over to... Uh, thousands of hospitals across the u.s and i promise you if i walk into a hospital maybe it's my height maybe because i'm six six i don't know but johnny utah gets yelled out every time at least once <laughs> johnny utah's back <laughs> <laughs> see i love that you know for myself at at under six foot we, we have to get a little creative with it you know I, I don't like to admit that on air everyone thinks i'm taller than i am uh, but no it's such a such a good point man of like Again, the, the, the thing I just want to say, and you guys can feel it in this interview, just the good energy, right? Like, that's the thing I just talk about is like, when we talk with Johnny, you can feel that, Hey man, Johnny's excited. Johnny's actually passionate about what he does. He's whatever he's talking about. I just want to, I just want to listen to him. And that, that goes such a far way when you're in a room, because like I said, I would never, I try not to be the sales rep. I just wanted to get to know these people, but then guess what? I have a cute dog. I'm going to bring up my dog. Guess what? Nobody cared about me when I'd walk in. Every time they'd be like, oh, Jacob, how's your dog? Right? Like just little <laughs> things like that. Can you bring in to make them care about you and bring stuff up? That's the point I want to talk about. So, man, that's so, that's so valuable. And I hope you guys are all listening and taking those notes. 
But I, I want to go from, okay, so you went from being a rep and you're, then you're like, hey, let's go to United. And then you went not only to a rep, then you went to director and ran the whole West, but then you went to senior. The thing you mentioned and I want to touch on is you were being a rep, but you didn't just say, this is my life. You were yeah. looking at what else can I do to get better? And that's the one thing I really want to touch on. And I would love for you to touch on because I have so many people even reach out to me. Uh, next week, I'll be celebrating two years. Um, and, and the conversation Congrats. is, thanks, man. I appreciate I can't that. Wait till you hit 10. <laughs> I, hey, it's going to be a little, I'll get a little more grays in here, but the reason hey, I man, say that I, is I, that's why I always got haircuts. No one knows I'm graying. Hey, now, you know why I'm about to get one tomorrow, uh, next week. I just let it grow out a little longer for my brother's wedding. But, um, the, the reason I'm saying that is when you're, when you're trying to make a difference and you're trying to come in, like, again, I only have two years experience, but during that time, it's like, I'm just going to try to get better every single day. And, and where do I want to take this? And I never came in and said, I'm just going to be a rep for 12 years. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do, okay. there's nothing wrong with it, but it's always that self-improvement. Where can I go? What can I do? And, and just working as hard as I can to get that. So I want to just talk to you as someone who's under 10 years. And again, guys, I want you guys to hear this. Like Johnny's not even 35 yet. And he was a senior global, <laughs> uh, senior global marketing um, manager. And most of those people in those roles at those big companies are 50 plus, right? 40, yep. 50 plus. Yeah, and so, there's no one my age. Exactly. So I just wanted, like, being the age you were and having the success, like, what drove you, especially right when you got in to be like, hey, th this is great, but what's next for me? Yeah, so, I mean, I always saw a disconnect in a lot of different things. And so when I was a sales associate or a sales rep, like, marketing would come out. And like, we'd be scared to death when marketing would come out be like, oh man, what's this guy going to say to our doc? Is he going to ruin the situation? Or like, is he going to walk into the sterile field and like mess something up? Like you never know. And like, and marketing has a lot of power. Like people don't understand, like they're the key decision making of like new products coming out, how the launches are coming, like collateral, like you need to be good friends with marketing, but like at the same time, like they're not like marketing people are if true marketing. They don't relate with sales. And so I always thought sales and marketing go hand in hand. Like the tip of the spear is marketing and then dr sales drives at home because if they're not hand in hand, that spear is not going through anything. Right. And so I started looking at, I'm like, you know what? I want to get some marketing experience because then I can be able to relate back to the field. Hey, listen, I know what you're going through. I've been in that. I've been in the dog fight. I've been in all that. Let me help you. Let me show you what I can do because I've been a sales rep now in marketing. And then for me to go back into sales from marketing the first time, my head was just exploded because I was that much more dangerous yep. because I knew how to speak as a marketer. Right. And then I knew how to be able to handle projects and speak to the surgeons in different ways. Because as a sales rep, when a doctor says, hey, I want to be a royalty surgeon, like, yeah, doc, I got you, blah, 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 like, let's do it. And then like, you get his hopes up and then the situation like just goes sour. But like with marketing, you learn how to speak, you learn how to get better, like adequate, like you're doing different speaking engagements. You're not just being a rep. So I wanted to get more polished within our industry. And I, I was always thinking like, man, surgeons are just dialed. They have such great speaking, they're composed, but that's what they've learned throughout the years. Like if you stay a rep and like you just said, no knock onto it, that's great. Like I didn't have the aspirations of just being a rep, carrying 50 pound totes, trays, great, amazing money, loved the money, but like I wanted more. And like, I wanted to be able to like, have a bigger impact 
on the medical community. And I was only having an impact on a little, little bitty little territory that I was at. And so I'm yeah. like, I want a big expansion. And so I always just put it out there. Like, I want more. I want to expand. I want more. Like, And these challenges would come in. And a lot of people say, oh, I'm not ready for that. I'm going to wait to do it. I wasn't ready for it, but I still took it. And I learned how to do it, right? That's where a lot of people make mistakes is like, I'm going to wait for that moment to become ready. Like, dude, I'm 33 and I'm managing the world of hips. Like, for a striker and like... I wasn't ready, but did I take it? Yes. Come on, man. I just get jacked. I just want to like go hard because like <laughs> because I, I'm the exact same way, man, for the fact of like people said this all the time. I actually had so many people when I was going for the full line sales rep role at Medtronic. They're like, hey, Jacob, don't take it. Go be an associate because if you want this to be your career, right, you need to you need to start at the bottom. And and I and I respect those decisions and I respected those people. But at the same at the same point, I'm like, sink or swim, baby guess what? Yep. You're going to either figure it out and, and exactly what you're doing. And when we talk about like even entrepreneurship, like that's, I talked to a lot of entrepreneurs oh, yeah. and I love that most people are going to like sit to wait till it's perfect. And guess what? It's never going to be perfect. So you're never going to actually be ready. It's more, you jump in and guess what? It's going to be the fire hose that we talked about, but that's, what's going to actually grow you and make you better because you're going to learn. You're going to have to, you're going to have to figure it out. You don't have an option. And to your point though, that's why you've had so much success so quick is because you were willing to be like, I don't care what comes my way. I, I believe in myself and I know it might take an extreme amount of yeah. work, but I'm going to figure it out compared to, I have people even call me now. Oh, I don't know if I could ever be a full line sales rep right away. I don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if you should do this industry. Exactly. And I, and I say 100%. that because I'm like, I'm not trying to be mean to you, but the fact that you have that little confidence in yourself to figure it out, like, what are you going to do? As you know, when somebody, when a doctor gets pissed and throws something at you and calls you the worst names in the book because you messed up, like you got to have a little chip on your shoulder and be you like, I'm going to figure it out because you, otherwise you will just get eaten up. And I say this all the time to people, you might still break into the medical device sales. I'm not saying that, but th if you don't have that, at least a little bit, you're not going to be winning. You're going to be no. on the bottom. Right. And like, that's what we talk about is like, I don't do anything. You don't do anything to be at the bottom. We be that we do it to be at the top. And if we're not at the top, Always. we're pissed and trying to figure out how to get to that. Exactly. Top. And so that's I mean, why I want my to biggest thing on. is, is like, no, it's huge because if you like, listen, there's a surgeon that made my life miserable every Friday. Okay. And I would get swollen gums because I was getting so stressed all the time. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not letting him dictate how I'm going to live my life. So I figured out a way to like make friends with him in a way or work with him. I don't need to make friends with him, but I just needed to work with him where it's like a symbiotic relationship where I'm not stressed out of my mind that he's going to throw something at me, say something, but like you start building that confidence. Like once you have that confidence and like, you know what you're doing, then like, it's just going to roll off your back, like whatever he says or does, but like, you have to have confidence because if you don't have the confidence in yourself, then you're not going to do well. The patient's not going to do well. The doctors, it's all going to go right. The scrub tech's not going to have confidence in you. Then every Friday is going to be miserable, right? Yep. And so that's the biggest thing is like, you have to make sure you have that chip on your shoulder to always be better. And that's how I've been able to like move and progress my career so rapidly because I wanted to get into different places quicker than most. And people are like, well, you're not supposed to be, get um, a promotion until two and a half years. I'm like, screw that. I'll create my own promotion. Like, Damn, come on. I, I will create what it is because I'm doing the work that needs to do that stuff. You know what I mean? So that's the cool thing is 
I'm creating what I want instead of telling people, instead of people telling me what I can do. A hundred percent. And here, and here's the thing, if you would have just stayed at striker and I want to just touch on this, cause I think it's really important yeah. for the fact of like, I hear this all the time when I was at Medtronic at the top, no, you got to spend five years and you got to do this. Okay. Maybe you do right. Like and I, nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing, no knocks against you, but maybe you do because like you showed it, you could go work at another company, go crush it for them. And guess what? You just got called back by striker. And now yep. you're there in a shorter amount of time than if you might've just stayed at striker the whole time. And so like, that's where people don't get creative, but I do want to just state that point that you just said, I've had actually several calls this week with reps that have break broken in. And now they're like, the, the common thing I hear is my, my manager is not the nicest to me. Some doctors are mean to me. This is tough. And I'm like, what, well, what'd you expect? You're an associate sales rep. Like I told you it's going to be eating it for a second. And the reason I'm just saying that is exactly what you did is what I've told him is like, you might not like them and they might hate you, but at the yeah. end of the day, this isn't forever. This might be, nope. if you're an associate, it's a year, year and a half, two years. You need to figure out how to make it work because guess yes. what? It's no different than when you're your own sales rep or you're your own manager. We're always going to face people in life that we don't really enjoy. And that's just life, right? Hopefully you can yep. get to a point where you can just deal you with people. Just you don't care. Life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, but there are going to be that, especially in medical device sales. Normally there's going to be accounts, surgeons, scrub techs, nurses, whatever the above that there's going to be people who just don't like you. And guess what? You can either sit there and play the victim and it's never going to work out. Or you can be like, all right, this person sucks. Let's find out how we can make a middle ground. So it just doesn't suck all the time. Maybe I can yeah. just get through it. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest thing is it's like, you know, like if you're getting, if you want to, guys, if you want to get into the medical field, know if you do get in your first 18 months is going to suck flat out. Like you're going to have fun. Don't get me wrong. I had a blast. And like, I made myself have a blast and I created lifelong friendships in those 18 months because I lived at the hospitals and yep. like I slept in the cots in the freaking doctor's rooms. And like, I had so much fun, but like, was it probably the hardest time of my life? Yes, it was hundred percent. And I will tell you straight up, but it was the most rewarding because it taught me work ethic. It taught me perseverance. It taught me hard work. It taught me so much that I probably wouldn't have done in a 95 desk job that like clicking a computers and selling software as a solution. Like that's not me. Like I want to be in the field. I want to get going. And that's, and that's how I got into the medical field. Like I have the craziest story is that like my own hips and I started interviewing with Stryker and then it just died off. I took the gallop and then they didn't call me back. And then I had, I figured out that one of the hiring managers was going to be in California. So I like pack up my car and I'm like, let's go. We're going down there and like, see if we can get an interview. And I sat there for two days at uh, my in-laws, ex-in-laws house. And they're like, Hey, like, are you sure he's going to call? I'm like, no, I have no idea if he's going to call, but I, I'm determined. Even if he's here, I'm closer than where I was. And so he calls me, he's like, Hey bro, like would love for you to come down on the beach. Let's hang out. He's like, come in shorts, tank top, like flip-flops. Let's hang out. I showed up in a suit and tie and I showed him that like, you only get one chance to make a first impression. He's like, you drove down here just to meet with me. I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, I went crazy ex stalker relationship, girlfriend, <laughs> boyfriend guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like I did it. Like we all know those and, people. Oh, we all, oh, we've all had them. We get it. But like, the thing is like, that shows the chip on my shoulder. I would do whatever it took to get that job. And he saw that and he knows that I'm not going to take shit crap from surgeons <laughs> uh, from, or from anybody in the industry because he saw what I would do to get the job. 
And like, that's what you need to have in this job. You have to have that fire. You have to have that want, that desire, because once you get past 18 months, yeah, it still gets hard, but it's so much more fun. I love it. And well, this is the one thing I want to just say real quick is people look at hard and they think it's, it's supposed to be negative. Hard work is part of success. Like exactly. that's the thing is like, we live in a, a place where people are like, ah, oh, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be hard. Like you want to make 500,000, you want to make a couple hundred grand. You that's the top 10% of Americans. You're going to have to do things that other people don't do. And that's the thing I just want you guys to hear is like the, the number one thing is that belief in Johnny. He drove to California, not knowing just to be like, Hey, maybe this guy calls me. Let me tell you who does did that and would do that. Zero. None of you guys would do that. And that's why he was successful. That's why he's had the success he's had at such a young age, because you guys, you, when I say, I literally just did a podcast about this the other week, Johnny, about burn the freaking boats, man. Like when you're ready to go for it and you're like, Hey, I will be successful. And and it's funny that you say the beach with this manager, because one of the the speeches that changed my life was Eric Thomas. And he's like, Oh yeah. I go out on the beach. Then you're going to go down to the beach. You know it, baby. He's holding my health down. You're holding yourself (laughs) down. You literally, that's your you story. You showed up as in bad a, as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. <laughs> you showed up in a suit and tie. He's like, I thought I was going to learn how to make money. This guy yeah. wanted to swim, right? <laughs> I like, love li- that. Literally that story. But that's what I'm just telling you guys is this is the thing is I want you to see success. Like every person you hear on this podcast, that's that crushes it. And not, and I mean, don't just get in that doesn't just break into the industry. I mean, gets in and makes an impact and is known from LinkedIn known in this area. It's because they believe in themselves, but they're willing to do whatever it takes to be successful. And also just a good person like that. You can tell, right? You, you like to talk to people. You like to do everything. Yeah. Just be a good yeah. human being like that goes such a, a far away. Um, but yeah, and I, I, Johnny, I wish we're going to have you back on for sure. Cause this is, <laughs> this is that. going on and, and then we could do part three. We could go for hours, but the one thing <laughs> I, I want to make sure, because this has been so helpful for everybody, but. I already know this is what they do, right? They're, they're, we're going to have listeners listen and reach out to you. And, and guys, I'm just going to make, I know I say every guest is very busy and, and might not be able to get, I can guarantee you, Johnny is very busy and there's probably a good chance that he won't be able to get back to you again, reach out, but like, no, yeah, uh, I'll try. But, yeah, exactly. But I want this to be very known. We, we were talking off air, lots of messages every single week, every single month and hundreds. Right. So again, yeah. not that it, it's not that we don't like you. It's that there are lots of messages, but I already know, hey, Johnny, can you let me know, what would you say to me, whether I have sales experience or I don't have sales experience, if I'm trying to break into medical device sales, what would your advice be to me? Yeah, man, you just got to go after it. I mean, you got to show that you want, you have the desire, you have, I mean, it's the medical device sales is so different than any other sales. And so you have to have that want, that desire, and like, and that you're going to stick with it because you have to have like you said over that chip on your shoulder because like that's what's going to drive you and that's what you're going to do but like also make sure that you want to do it because it's a very rewarding job to yep. you're helping patients like i was a patient guys and like i have a very very deep connection to seeing somebody on that operating table because i mean i saw it and so like i want to do everything possible to make sure that that patient has a good successful outcome and if those are your key things and like you have a drive, you're hungry, but you also want to help. Like, I love helping more than anything. Jacob said it. Like, if you go on LinkedIn and you see over the last week, I, there's probably over 15, 20 people that posted pictures of me because I'm creating something new and look at everything that I've done along the way. I've made an impact. And if you want to make an impact, like 
show them how you're going to do it, show them how you're going to make an impact, show them that you have a care or want and be relatable. Okay. Find common ground with people and be able to get the situation through. And so, I mean, man, there's so much more that I could say to what you need to do to get into medical cells or one piece of advice, but it's just, just go after it with every ounce and fiber of your body, because that's what you're going to need to stay in it. Yep. That is so good. And and you guys just re-listen to that last piece for the last five minutes and just replay it because again, that's the, the talk we have. You guys, everyone wants the secret recipe, right? And we, and if you guys have listened, we have over hundreds of episodes now, <laughs> like you've heard the recipes, but it's, it's networking, it's reaching out to these people, but it's also, you can't, you can't disguise passion. You can't fake passion. Like Johnny said, go out of everything, like drive to California and he did everything. Now, this is what I'm saying. That doesn't mean you get in your car and drive to California because you're probably not doing the right things to do that and to put yourself in the position. To get to that point, exactly. And you have to put in the work and you have to do it. But if you guys are willing to do whatever it takes and and go for it, that's what's going to be successful because I, I literally just had a conversation with a person right before this podcast and it's like the people who tell me, I kind of want this or, oh, if this doesn't work out, I'll go here. I tell them straight to their face. I'm like, you're going to lose because I'm there's yep. people like myself. I didn't care if it took two years of me messaging people every single day for 14 hours, reaching out to thousands of people, getting on phone call. I was going to break in. There was no, there was no other option for me. And if you're just um, maybe it works out, you're going to lose every single time. And even with Johnny, that's how he's had so much success. Johnny didn't just get in and be like, Hey, I'll be a rep. Let's see what happens. Right. I'm going to make 150 K and just chill. Right. No, like he, he took the next step. He, how do I get better? How do I go to the next section and how do I keep getting my career? And this is why I just get so excited is, and why we connect and why we uh, can chop it up is like, you know, if we would have listened to what everybody has told us to do at our age, we want to be where we are. No. And so that's hundred percent. I mean, like when we walked in, don't say anything, walk the line, keep your head down. Your promotion will come in 18 months. I'm like promotion, 18 months. What are you talking? Like, no, like my head's way up. I'm talking to everybody. I'm figuring out the lay of the land. Like I'm not listening to, I'm going to go off the own beat of my drum and dude. And you're going to be honest with you guys. Has it gotten me in trouble sometimes? Yes, it has hundred percent, but look where I have gotten to be on the successful side of things. So there is a catch to it, like beating to your own drum will get you in trouble sometimes, but it's going to get you a lot further in the positive light. All, all day. And I just want to say that because I want you guys to hear that. Most people think when we do all this stuff that it's just like praises, hey, high five. Like if I could show you guys the amount of DMs that I got when I first started this to shut the F up, like who the F am I, like no experience to do any of what I'm doing. And like still now I have, like I just found oh, out for sure. there was a conference my name got brought up. I don't know any of these people uh, and it wasn't positive how they spoke of me. But again, it's like, if you, if you worry about those people and then the, the funny thing is, is those same people found out my position where I'm at now with Innovus as a regional sales manager, those people have been reps for six years and they're like, oh, he's already a regional. Oh, he's running the whole West. <laughs> yeah. Like the, 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 it switches. And so what I'm just saying, and like what Johnny's saying is when we talk about that chip of the shoulder, you're going to do stuff again work hard, be a good person, but do the right thing. If you do the right yeah. thing, yes, you might step on some toes and some people, but if you can lay your head down at the end of the day yep. and be like, I did the right thing and I'm pushing for a bigger goal, bigger than myself. And I know why I'm doing it. You're going to go so much farther than if you listen to this. And I want to just state this because I think it's the perfect time. And I've been saying this to a lot of people, but this line has been in my head nonstop since I went to England. Cause I heard it. Eagles don't flock with pigeons. And I want to say that because 
there's a lot of pigeons in whatever industry or wherever you go in the world and they all go peck each other and peck in the windows, fly into windows and do whatever they want. And it's because it's what the crowd told them to do. But eagles, the people that are trying to go farther, go faster, go bigger, go better. Guess what? When eagles don't want to be with the pigeons anymore, they just fly up. They go up and yep. guess what? Those pigeons can't get up there anymore. And so Dude, I, I know that's a really that. corny uh, saying. Not at all. I love that one because again, when you're wanting to do something to make an impact in this world, you got to be willing to take some shots and go be an eagle instead of hanging out with the pigeons and getting yelled at and care what the pigeons say because guess what? They're still picking seed off the ground while you're, yep. eating, you're eating fish in Alaska. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a corny way to end it, but Johnny, again, man, hey, real quick, where can uh, everybody find you? Yeah, I mean, LinkedIn, Johnny Caparo. Uh, we have CaparoShoes.com. We have Caparo Shoes on um linkedin as well but yeah i mean linkedin i mean hit me up i mean you can also send me an email but the easiest way is linkedin and yep. listen i will try to get back to you i mean i have a lot of things cooking um as i'm moving forward and trying to always better myself and so i'm creating something and so as you guys see what's going on in the last couple of weeks or going forward like i'm always trying to get better right and i want you guys to always understand like don't be complacent right yep Jacob just nailed it. I mean, eagles don't fly with pigeons. And so the pigeons are complacent because that's all they do. They've been told one thing after the other. Be an eagle. I mean, soar. Spread those wings and fly. I mean, it's, I mean, I love it. I mean, I think that's a great saying. I mean, people can think it's corny, but dude, I always wanted to be an eagle. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, dude, Johnny, again, this will not be the last time we have you on. We will definitely <laughs> it, bring you back on. But again, just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your night to, to join us. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me. It was a blast. Yeah, we got to do a couple more. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to have you guys. Right, if, you, if you guys are watching on YouTube, press that like and subscribe button. If you're listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. If you guys are watching, you'll see I'm wearing I Broke In t-shirt. You guys can grab that on our website if you guys have broke in. Um, if you guys have not, hopefully you will get one of those shirts soon. And then again, if you are looking how to break in, we do have the course new to medical device sales. I want to let you know we're currently running an October special because I have been talking with several medical device companies. There is uh, a push coming in. So want to get as many people and make as much difference as I can. So if you guys are interested, the link is in the description. But again, it, it will just be courses.newtomedicaldevicesales.com. If you guys are interested and want to go over any questions or ask about the course, please feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn, Jacob McLaughlin, or again, new to medical device sales on TikTok, Instagram, all the above. And I'm happy to jump on a quick call, go over anything. But I appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, go after, make the dream you want, and go get your job in medical device sales. Peace.